All right, everybody, don't drop that fast forward button. The sponsorship roll call is about to begin. Energy Consulting Limited provides complete project management and general contracting services to a variety of private sector clients on both commercial and residential construction projects. They act as the owner's representatives through the planning, design, budgeting, scheduling, construction, and occupancy processes. Clients appreciate their open, honest, and flexible approach to achieving their project goals. Although they're located in Surrey, BC, Energy works on projects all over the province, including the growing cities of the north and the beautiful coastal towns of Vancouver Island. They're always excited to explore new places and develop relationships with professionals wherever their clients' interests may be. Abacus North is a firm that specializes in mortgage banking solutions for complex projects. In addition to providing financing solutions in a traditional mortgage broker capacity, Abacus North provides direct loans that range from $2 million to $25 million. On a syndicated basis, they provide mortgage banking solutions up to $300 million. In most cases, their in-house capital solutions can bridge financing gaps that traditional lenders are unable to service. They specialize in providing land acquisition loans, construction financing for large-scale developments, income-producing properties, and single-purpose facilities. With a portfolio that includes high-rise, mid-rise, and low-rise condominiums, townhouse developments, shopping centers, agricultural properties, industrial developments, and medical marijuana facilities, Abacus North is at the forefront of creative mortgage banking solutions with a focus on fostering long-term relationships. They are a multifaceted organization that services domestic and international clients with their mortgage banking needs. Complex financing solutions require analytical thinking well beyond a typical mortgage broker relationship. As a result, they focus on providing engineered solutions for their client. Their key differentiation strategy is that they assist clients in actively managing the capital stack in order to minimize borrowing costs while maximizing flexibility. Abacus North focuses on national and global opportunities. Ascentia CPA has a team of new-gen chartered professional accountants that are dedicated to advancing companies using expertise combined with emerging technologies. The team at Ascentia will implement the latest accounting technologies, allowing you to not only run a business, but to run a smart business that will excel in your industry. Their focus is to provide growth-centric, value-added, and timely accounting services for businesses, as well as individuals across Canada. Unlike standard accounting firms, by embracing cloud-based software, the team at Ascentia will provide you with real-time accounting information on a secure platform that is accessible anywhere at any time, allowing you to make better informed decisions and gain more controlled overview of your financial data. The reliability and expertise you will experience with the professionals at Ascentia will assist you in the preparation of corporate and personal tax returns, financial statements, bookkeeping, government filings, tax and estate planning, as well as business advisory services. For more information on the advantages of online accounting and to book a complimentary meeting online, be sure to visit ascentiacpa.ca. We are I. I've done a lot of trails in my life and a lot of hikes in the backcountry and spent a lot of time, you know, in the backcountry, in the bush, bushwhacking down, you know, manicured trails, goat trails, every single kind of trail that you could possibly think of. And 
you know, some of these trails I've connected with a lot more than others, and I couldn't really figure out what that was until I had this moment the other day when I was on Google and all trails and, you know, club trail, trying to figure out, like, where do I want to go? Like, what's the next trail that I'm going to do? And for some reason, you know, like, life just pushed me down this direction of looking at this trail called the, the 1848 or the HBC Brigadier Trail. Um, you know, this trail that um, this man was commissioned to be able to to find a way to be able to get from Boston Bar to Kamloops. You know, after the Americans shut off um, access, you know, to the Fraser Canyon, the Fraser River, and, you know, there needed to be this trade for gold and fur and, you know, there's just all this really majestic history. You know, then I look back at some of the trails that I've done before and, you know, whether it's the Fort to Fort Trail, you know, a paved trail, something extremely easy to be able to do or doing the West Coast Trail, you know, where after all these ships came in in the 17 and 1800s and were, you know, smashed up on the rocks and sailors were swimming to shore. And, you know, they, they formed this trail down the west side of Vancouver Island, you know, down to Port Renfrew and down to Victoria, you know, just trucking it. And I realized when, when there's history, when I'm walking in the footsteps of, you know, pioneers of like real rugged human beings and, you know, now I'm on these trails and I'm, I'm meeting people and I'm taking people and I'm, I'm telling these stories about, you know, what I connect with behind that. And, you know, I, I want to connect with the, these people who forged this path for us, like these rugged human beings that out of a pipe dream, looking at a flyer, looking at, you know, like a poster on the wall, a promise of better life, a promise of better opportunity, a, a, a promise that things would be better for them and their families. And, they would pack up their entire families, like husbands, wives, children, parents, elderly, like everything. And they would sail on some of like the worst of boats. You could probably imagine getting things like scurvy and, you know, losing limbs and getting robbed and fighting for your life and just probably being scared to death on a regular basis of what tomorrow is going to bring. And then you get to this beautiful land we now call British Columbia, you know, where the British government said, like, have hundreds of acres of land, just go, we'll give it to you, you know, build your homestead, farm this land, it's a great opportunity, then you get here, and it's all rocks, it's all mountains, and you're like, what the fuck, like, you had nothing, like, you, you got here, and it was all trees, all mountains, all rocks, and now what, you can't just hop on a plane and go back, you just spent three to six months on a boat through hellacious conditions to get here based on this pipe dream. Now what? You know, now what are you going to do? You know, then some of these people would try to make the trek across the Rockies to Alberta to get some farmland. And, you know, when I stand on the top of these mountains and I look out in like the vastness of the never-ending mountain ranges, the never-ending like domino of mountains, one after another, after another, to think how daunting that would be. When you think that you would land here and all you had to do is walk off this ship and there'd be this plot of land for you that was promised, where you could be prosperous. And it wasn't there. Now you stand and this is what you're faced with to try to say what's just on the other side of that. And then months and years of now you're panning for gold and now you're trapping beavers for fur. And, you know, now you're running into conflicts with, you know, American revolutionaries and First Nations and all these different people like clashing. Like this is what you came to, the promise of a better life. And these rugged motherfuckers are the people who walked down these paths and survived and cemented our place here today. 
So when I'm walking on these paths, these these trails, and especially this one that was carved out in 1848. And I think of all the people that have walked on that, that trail and the promise of a better life, the promise that things will be better, a promise that just around that bend, just over that mountain, just at that next creek, just with that next fur, your life will be better. And I use these tools. I use this, this path. I use this pilgrimage, this repeated pilgrimage to be able to fine-tune that in my life. Because every time I go out, every time I'm out in the backcountry, one less superficial thing means nothing to me anymore. I can give up one more thing that means absolutely nothing in replacement of that. I get something that means everything, something that I can hold on to, better, deeper relationships, a better understanding of life, a better understanding of who I am and what I want and what makes me successful, a better understanding of my personal sovereignty and what I'm willing to be able to sacrifice for that sovereignty, that happiness, and what really means everything to me. Because like I've said, for years, for decades, and something that I talk about with people every day, I firmly believe that there is absolutely no way you will ever make another human being happy on this planet if you're not happy and you don't understand where your happiness comes from and you understand what you can leverage and what platform you can stand on and what foundation is there to springboard your happiness off of and not that superficial happiness that that happiness that when complete and utter destruction is happening in your life that you can close your eyes and you can still smile that happiness that understanding of who you are and these pilgrimages that these people have walked on and now they've bestowed upon me the honor of being able to walk in their footsteps. I will absolutely take a step for step, a stride for stride, a drop a bead of sweat. I will push through all of this with them because this is something that I need. This is something that fills my soul. This is something that adds another brick in my wall of fortitude. This is something that adds another layer of concrete on my foundation that adds more rebar into that cement that allows me to be able to be a better human being so that when I face the atrocities of my life, when I am faced with the utmost opportunities in my life that I can at all costs be able to forge through, through happiness, perseverance, through destruction and devastation, I will persevere through it all. Some things may slow me down. Some bricks may be bestowed upon my back, but when those bricks are done being or weighing me down, I will stack them in my wall. I will carve the name into them. I will carve this situation into those bricks. So when I look at my wall, when I lean against my wall, when I put my hands against my wall, I can feed that energy back into me saying that, yes, I can stand here today. I have walked down this path. I have put myself through these pilgrimages so that I know then I know absolutely where I come from. I know absolutely what's going to make me happy and absolutely where I'm going to go. So when I stand on these mountains, when I walk down these trails and I look at what real rugged motherfuckers did in their life to be able to understand who they are for prosper and prosperity, for happiness, for a dream, for a grandiose thought that if I move everything, pick up everything, that things will be better. And that is our life now. We are so stagnant. We are so stationary that we will not pick up our lives in a quest to be able to make things better. We would rather sit in that stagnant, stationary spot and just bitch and complain. But uh-uh. You got to pick up. You got to be mobile. You got to add mobility. You got to add dynamic movement. 
Go out there and get it. There's lots of opportunity to be able to test how mobile you can be able to be able to understand where you're going to go and what you're capable of because we are all capable of so much more. Every single one of us is capable of a hundred times more, a thousand times more than what we give life today. Because when I look at the snowshoes these people use, the clothing they used to wear, the backpacks they used to carry, the lack of food, the lack of water, the lack of opportunity, the lack of understanding, the lack of security. They looked at all that. They looked at all of it. And before that we developed this attitude of like, fuck it, bring it on. They're like, that is just life, motherfucker. That is life. That is life. So you don't need to bring it. I need to live it. I need to live it every day. Because that is just life. These people stood in the face of life with their chest up and their shoulders back because life was real back then. Not this shit. Now, I look at this COVID-19 situation and seeing these, you know, different people on these trails and, you know, we laugh and joke around about it now and then I come back on TV and somebody's wearing a fucking mask in public and I look at what these people went through and like the atrocities that they went through. And we think these are problems. Now we manifest and we create these drama-filled situations because we will not be mobile. We will not go find happiness because we would rather now connect with drama than happiness. And no matter what anybody says to be able to try to challenge that, I challenge you to think all the times that somebody has ever posted choose happiness. When you're trying to choose happiness it means you're not fucking happy. You should never have to choose happiness because happiness is just inside you. It means you're not fulfilled. It means you don't know who you are. Happiness courses through my veins every day. I am happy all the time. I love being happy. I don't have to choose happiness. Just fucking be happy, but understand who you are. Go on a pilgrimage of any kind to understand who you are because we need it now more than ever. Join the pilgrimage. Peace out.